0: From MPB Think Radio,
1: this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Jeff Sammons from HouseWorks. Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 is out this week. Our guest is Jim Robinson from Santa's Friend Chimney Service. Can't wait for this one. As the temperature begins to fall, finally, you might want to think about your chimney maintenance before it's time to light the first fire. How long has it been since it's uh, been cleaned out? How do you know if you have animals living in your chimney? And which is better to have, a wood or a gas-burning fireplace? Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is FixIt 101 from MPB Think Radio.
0: From MPB
1: Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein, here with Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 is out this week. Our guest is Jim Robinson from Santa's Friend Chimney Service. We did this last year at about this time. As the temperature begins to fall, finally, you might want to think about your chimney maintenance before it's time to light the fire. Of course, we probably should have thought about this in August, but whatever. How long has it been since you've uh, had your... Chimney cleaned out. How do you know if if you've got animals living in your chimney outside of hearing them? Uh, And which is better to have, a wood or gas-burning fireplace? You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at
2: mpbonline.org. How are you fellas doing this morning? Man, I am wonderful. Glad to be here. Yep. Great day. Good for you. Started uh, demoing a house this morning at 7 a.m. That hurts my feelings. You were showing me the video earlier, and it's like
1: a perfectly good house. And I'm like, ugh. Well, good for me, because I drive by
2: like old, dilapidated houses and think, man, it just hadn't been loved enough. There you go. I can love it. Well, we're loving this (laughs) one so much, we're going to put it in the landfill and then uh, build a brand new one. Okay. All right. How about you, Jim? How, how are you doing? Doing fine. Thanks
1: for
3: yeah. asking me back.
1: Sure, sure. Uh, it's been a lot of fun since you've been on. I mentioned uh, a little bit earlier that the we have quoted you uh, probably a thousand times since you've been on last year about uh, firewood in particular, you know, what the best firewood is, and you said free. And that, uh, that that has set the tone for a lot of conversations I've had, by the way. And I still stand by that statement. Well, you know, it's funny. I went this past weekend and bought a row of, uh, of firewood. A uh, row is basically as much as will fit uh, one row of firewood in the back of a truck. OK. And and, uh, you know, like a like a regular truck. So anyway, so I bought that row of wood and and I was looking at it and I was like, well, how old is the wood? You know, and he's like, oh, no, it's seasoned, it's Good stuff. And he he you know, I saw the wood and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's gorgeous. He said, yeah, that's redwood. And, and it's just like beautiful wood. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be great to burn. And and but then I thought about what Jim said and he said, well, if I could get it for free, it would probably be better. So anyway, um. But this year, you know what? Because of what you said, I have been saving any uh, limbs that have fallen, anything like that, and just gone ahead and cut them up, and I'll I'll burn them this year. Is they it? do accumulate over time. Yeah, they do. So, but I was scared to death because uh, my my neighbor brought over this giant pine limb. And and I had heard all my life, don't burn that pine. That's right, because it'll it'll just completely coat the the inside of your chimney, and and it'll all blow up, and your house
2: will burn
3: down. No, there's no truth to that.
2: Okay, well, mm-hmm. you know, I thought about that this morning. I knew Jim was coming on, and uh-huh. you know, you're right. Our all of our life, it was man, don't burn that pine. You're going to get pine sap. You're going to do uh-huh, this. So, I never burnt pine. Right. And uh, and there sure is a lot of it.
1: it <laughs> maybe that's in why. Mississippi. Yeah, maybe that's why, because no one will burn it. Right, right.
3: But well, it burns up so quick. Is one reason right. why people don't like it. But just like you said, everybody's heard that all their lives. You know, sure. their daddy probably told their daddy. So <laughs> right, right. Well, number to call is eight seven
1: seven MPB ring. We are talking about chimneys today. Fantastic, because you know we just you know in the state we just got our first kind of nip. Yeah. It's just, yeah. just now getting a little cool uh, outside. And this is when everyone starts to think of their chimney. Of course, the fair's in town. So this is when you got to start thinking about cold. Mm-hmm. It's the first time it gets cold every year is when the fair's in. So... Um, but one of the big jokes we were talking about outside is that, you know, what do you guys do the other nine months of the, out of the year? Because, of course, it's only cold for three months
3: in Mississippi, and uh, apparently you work all year. Well, you've got to if you're going to make a living in the chimney business. I, I wish I could make enough money from 1st of o- October through Christmas to, right. you know, take off the rest of the year, but it just doesn't work that way for some reason. No. So, yeah, we stay busy. i got two full-time guys. Uh, work year-round, 12 months out of the year. And there's a few weeks they don't make 40 hours in the summertime, but some weeks they don't want to make 40 hours. Well, I I would think in July in the middle of a, on top of a
2: roof or whatever. It's pretty (laughs) rough. Right. (laughs) Well, you know, too, and and this is a real deal. We've, um, we have repaired many uh, chimney fires. I mean, it's a real deal. You really need to to listen to what we're going to say today about getting that, that chimney clean because it can catch on fire.
4: Certainly.
3: Uh, is that right, Jim? Certainly. And there's a lot of uh, improperly built chimneys too. And if oh. a person is not aware of the clearances in a lot of these, especially the prefab fireplaces, the metal uh, right. Right. prefabricated fireplaces, I just call them prefab for short. There are a lot of improper clearances in those, and uh, that needs to be checked too. There's a lot more. There's more structure fires from that than there's from chimney fires. Mm-hmm. Now, there's
1: obviously, you know, there's there's houses around the state that that are a hundred years old or better, and 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 they are what they are. However, are there modern chimney codes that one must follow when they put together a fireplace? Well, certainly, yes. Okay, well, and, it got to be, yeah, right. And uh, the quote prefab's like you said which go into a lot of uh modern houses if they're going to do a wood burning uh fireplace which as uh Jeff mentioned is there's not as many wood burning fireplaces being put in these days as there used to be. A
2: That's correct. Doing, yeah. Uh, yeah, most most people are wanting to go ventless now. They're wanting to go green. Hmm. Uh, so we use ventless natural gas and and right. uh, you know, you get a lot more heat but you don't get that Ambiance that that crackling that yeah. smell.
1: See, I'm
5: going to have
2: to disagree with you there because you say you
1: get a lot more heat. I don't know how you're building your fires, but in my house, it, you you got to stand seven feet back. <laughs> There's no getting close to it. I mean, I build a
3: hot fire. That's that's what we're here to do tonight. So maybe, maybe Jeff meant to say you get a lot more heat with a lot less work maybe. maybe. Oh okay <laughs> okay. Oh no, no. I work less on money. <laughs> oh no, making a fire in my house is a project. It's <laughs> awesome. Okay, uh, we got a
1: folks, uh, got some folks on the phone. Bobby's on the line and Jackson and wants to ask about cleaning a gas fireplace. You with us, Bobby? I'm here. So what's going on in your fireplace?
5: I uh, just I've had a house for about a year now and it's uh exclusively only had a natural gas uh
3: Fireplace? Do you have to clean those chimneys out? If if the um, as a general rule, no, but they do need to be checked periodically, though. Um, now, if the air gas ratio gets off a little bit, it can produce a lot of carbon soot, and it's that real nasty uh, uh, black fine soot that'll get over your logs. It'll be sometimes quarter of an inch thick on your logs. Yep. And then if it gets bad enough, it'll it'll get out into the room, and you'll see it on the window sills and on the curtains, and on the drapes. But just kind of keep an eye on your logs themselves; and that'll be your first indication. So, okay. so the answer is yes and no. But it's a jet, but you can say definitively though. There's not a flammable deposit with uh, with gas logs like there is with wood. Okay.
1: Thanks. All right. Sure. Thanks. Appreciate that, Bobby. It's, it's it's crazy all the different ways that you can do a fireplace. And like you said, they're not putting in as many uh wood burning fireplaces anymore and now you know i think uh i've got a friend that has a stove He put one of those uh stoves the wood burning stoves within the fireplace you yeah, okay. know he had an old right. uh, brick fireplace and he put one of the stoves in there uh which I, I think the purpose of that was to keep the smoke out keep keep everything no, you contained increase the,
3: you, you increase the efficiency greatly of a, when you put a, a insert into a fireplace really greatly yes okay because, uh, honestly, an open fireplace is very inefficient.
2: Oh, absolutely. It takes yes.
3: more heat up the chimney, more mm-hmm. <clears throat> paid-for heated room air up the chimney than it puts out into the room. You're killing me over here. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> right, you know what? I'm just being honest.
1: All right, you can't make marshmallows like that, guys. No. All right? No. got to, no. you know, so.
3: There are advantages and disadvantages. Yeah, you're
1: missing too. the whole point of the fire. <laughs> all right, Jerry's on the road. I didn't quite understand his question. Uh, so what's going on, Jerry?
6: I, uh, I've got two questions. Uh-huh. Uh, first, uh, I have a, uh, a fireplace that I have not used. It's been about six years. And I have a screen guard around where I know animals can't get in. So I thought on spider up or what have you, do you recommend it getting clean before I use it? My next question is, uh, what is your opinion on the fire law versus the firewood? Because I have bought some fire logs, but if they didn't get cold enough to use them. I want to do they expire? Uh,
3: Won't burn out a certain period of time? The, the, there's nothing wrong with the fire logs. You're paying for convenience. That's what you're doing. You know, you go to Kroger, or Walmart, and you know, you just light the wrapping on the paper, and you know, instant fire. But sure, for
6: you know.
3: Are they not usable? Well, look on the wrapper and see see if I would not think so. Oh, if it was built to burn to start with, every right. every
1: just about mm. everything on earth will burn. So if it
2: was built to burn to start with, it'll burn right now. I mean, I would right? think so. you know, okay. it may have a shelf life, but it is it has gotta be way out oh, there yeah, like in
3: twenty or thirty years or yeah, something. And, right.
2: and when that shelf life decreases it may not just burn as pretty. Right, because yeah. they they put chemicals in there to to right. get a little bit different color. Right, yeah. and the the fire logs
1: really aren't necessarily for much more than pretty. Right, um, right. They don't obviously put out a whole lot of heat and, and easy
3: something. to build. And to answer his first question, yes, uh, it may not need cleaning or sweeping, but you definitely need an inspection though. You, you need that now, whether or not and whoever checks it for you can de- excuse me determine if it needs sweeping or not. We could look at a lot of them that don't need it, – it, the way I look at it, would it make it safer if it was swept, or, or would it not? So. Okay.
1: All right. Appreciate it, Jeffrey. Uh, 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 Jerry, sorry. Let me ask, those fire logs that you buy, uh, like you said, Walmart, Kroger, where, wherever you buy those things, they're f- fairly cheap or can get expensive, but do they – leave the deposits that one would have to worry about cleaning in the
3: fireplace you have if you burn enough of them yeah it's a nasty waxy deposit oh really yeah it's kind it's more like a gas log deposit yeah oh yeah huh i didn't know that but you'd have to burn a truckload of them though most people are not going to burn the volume of right those type logs to
1: so so is there any truth to those uh cleaning logs they they uh they, uh, they sell these logs that you can put in your fireplace and supposedly clean out your chimney with okay, it. Okay, let me I mean.
3: ask you a question. Yes, sir. <laughs> if they sold a mouthwash that said you never have to brush your teeth again, would you still brush your teeth? Absolutely. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, that, that's a, uh, so that's a valid question. So does it work at all? Is it, it worth it purchasing? May loo- it may loosen the deposits, which is fine, but uh-huh. they don't just magically disappear, though. Oh,
1: that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. I think everyone really believes that whatever I throw in the fire will go away. Right. Forever. Right. So. It's not 100% combustion. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Okay, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. Today, our guest is Jim Robinson from Santa's Friend Chimney Service. We've had him on before, and uh, any question that you have about your chimney being cleaned, being sweeped, and any type of chimney or fireplace that you have, uh, you know, and, and some of the things that we're going to talk about during the show here today are things like cracks in the chimney, you know, things uh, things of that nature, what could go wrong, how to pr- how to repair Uh, and who to call. All right, we'll continue our discussion after this break. Listeners, uh, if you need some tips to keep your chimney clean, this is a place to call. Do you prefer wood-burning? Yes. Or gas fireplace? Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back.
5: Support for MPB comes from CSpire Business Solutions, helping businesses move into the future with next-generation fiber optic internet access. More at eight five five CSpire Two. CSpire Customer Inspired. Hi, I'm Dr. Rick DeShazo for Southern Remedy. Each Wednesday, we answer your calls on health issues of interest to you. They range from medical questions on kids, young adults, baby boomers, and seniors. Whatever you need to know. Join me for Southern Remedy this morning at 11
0: on MPB Think Radio.
1: From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, and we are back. I'm Jason Klein here with Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 is out this week. Our guest is Jim Robinson from Santa's Friend Chimney Service. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Now, Jim, last time you were here, one of the popular topics that came up with people was critters in the chimney. Uh, and this does happen quite a lot. Sometimes we can hear them and you think, oh, that's got to be a squirrel or maybe a, a bird. Uh, and, you know, every year when you light the fireplace, if it was a bird's nest. Oh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, wh- what do you do about that? If you think you've got some sort of critter in your chimney, do, do you call somebody like you, like a chimney service?
3: If it's a raccoon, uh, I can tell them to call a wildlife person. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. and raccoons love to uh, raise their young in chimneys. And really, it doesn't happen a lot down here, but uh, it it has happened. I have opened a damper and seen a mama raccoon growl at me, so I can, oh. <laughs> I closed the damper real quick. She had some babies in there, so ooh, yeah, wow, yeah, that would freak, freak me, me out. You were disturbing her home. So, yeah. what's the weirdest thing you ever saw in a chimney? Probably a snakeskin a snake skin I'm serious it was an old firebox we were tearing out of course uh-huh. it was in the firebox and behind the the behind the firebrick but sure did found a uh, a snake skin i guess it that a would fire be a,
1: a warm place for a snake to hang out oh, yeah and she had a skin that one, anyway well i heard the last caller that called in mentioned that that uh he wasn't worried about uh something getting in because he had had the mesh over the top and i thought man you've never met a squirrel or or <laughs> right. you know i mean and they'll get in
3: anywhere. It's yes, amazing how how small a uh, crevice it takes for a bat can get through.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that's crazy too. That,
3: and especially here in in this part of town and around Ridgewood, bats love this area. Bellhaven. Really? Yes, they love Bellhaven this area. bats. It well, should have been a, a sports in, team somewhere. Huh? over Bellhaven area, they
2: right. bats love this area of town. Okay. Yeah, and bat, that's that's serious. Yeah, they um, they can really um, cause some health problems. All right. Uh, Dallery is
1: on the phone, Immobile. Oh, this is dangerous. Uh, is, is it Dallery? Is that your name, Dallery Immobile?
4: Yes. Yes.
1: So uh, uh, I just read the description. It said leaking smoke into the house. That is dangerous. What's going on?
7: Well, every time we start the fire, there seems to be a little bit of smoke that comes back into the house and it doesn't all go out through the chimney. And I was wondering if there might be a structural problem or something that we're just doing wrong in having our fire.
3: Is it coming through the face of the fireplace, or are you, are you seeing it like in the attic, or? Uh,
8: it's uh, in the face of the fireplace. Okay,
3: well that's a, that's a completely different issue. Then you would uh, first thing I would do is check the screen on top of the chimney, see how fine the mesh on the screen is, and, and even if it is adequate uh, size screen, see if it's uh, soot has accumulated on it. Huh. Okay, the second thing to do would be to check your ratio between your fireplace opening and the flu size. You want about a 10 to one ratio, and it's just junior high math is all it is, 10 to one ratio square huh. inches of the inside of the flue to the fireplace opening. Okay Wow, uh, I've also
1: noticed and and this would be something that you'd have to deal with in mobile, and and we have to we have to remember folks, we're Southerners with mm-hmm. fireplaces. Uh, most times of the year, it's too hot for the fire. It's, and and I can say this. If you're burning a fire when it's a little too warm outside, that's a pain. It doesn't want to burn right. It wants to come back into your house, Jim.
3: People don't realize this, but some fireplaces will work fine when it's in the 30s, and it, and it will not work when it's in the upper 40s or 50s. Some fireplaces will. A lot of them won't. And the reason is people don't realize it's the temperature differential that causes the pressure differential that makes the smoke go up the chimney. Smoke just doesn't automatically just go up the chimney. It's got to have a, a pressure difference, and that's that's what it does. so if you notice the smoke coming out of the face of the fireplace when it's not real cold outside, just wait a few days. The next cold front comes through, and try it. And if it works, then that's you. That that could be your problem too.
1: Right. All right. Thanks, Allery. I've heard that my whole life, but it really is true. If you're a person who likes to make fires, like the uh, the like a real wood fire in a in a in an old school kind of. Uh, uh, fireplace. You'll notice if it's not hot enough, really, or if it's not cool enough, really, for a fire, that fire will come back on
2: you and a lot of smoke. You know, I've noticed, too, if you'll try to heat that flue up a little bit. Mm hmm. Prior to building that fire, it seems yeah. to draw better. I learned
1: that uh, uh, years ago. Just, I, I just kind of twisted up some newspaper. Right. I would light one side of it and hold it yep. up to the flue.
3: Simplest way to do it.
1: And and all of a sudden, things go up the flue. Yeah. yeah. Warm, you know?
3: warm air rises. Right. Cold air sinks, and sometimes that cold air will overcome that little bit of right.
1: Especially if you got wind start. outside. You know, it's it really... Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, all right, so let's go to Larry and Georgia. Can use wood in a gas chimney? Are you, are you with us, Larry?
8: I am. Good morning. How are you?
1: Morning. What's going on?
8: Okay, well, <clears> let me <throat> say I know I know nothing about chimneys. Uh, I've, I've been in my house for about five years now. It's got a chimney there. I've never done anything with it. Uh, in fact, I never use a chimney, but I like to do it. So as I haven't done nothing with my chimney for about five years, uh, it's a gas chimney. What if I should I should you give me so I have should I have it commercially clean? I clean it myself. That's one. Two. Um, it's a gas chimney, but um, can can I burn regular wood in a gas chimney? What do you advise? And then three. Um, again, I'm dumb. When I when I use the chimney, so I just turn off the AC? What should I do about the AC?
3: Well, hopefully, it just goes back to that last question. If you're using an air conditioner, it's not cold enough outside to be using the uh, fireplace anyway. Oh, no, Number number two, your second question, I don't know what you mean by a gas chimney. Now, most fireplace can burn either gas or wood. But now, if you've got a chimney, if you can see a chimney on a flue on the outside of your house, Chances are you can burn wood in that chimney, even though there may be gas logs in there now, even though it may have a gas starter, yes, you can burn, you should be able to burn wood in it. Yeah. Okay. And, and what was the first question? I'm sorry. Uh, well, let me ask you on
8: the wood. Uh, should he clean uh, again, it? again, what type of wood would you recommend if I did that? And, and should, should, I, should I use gas logs? What's your opinion about that?
4: Can
1: I answer? Yeah. 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 (laughs) One of the uh, big jokes on this particular show is that uh, something Jim's mentioned in the past here is that the best wood to burn is the free
3: wood. Okay. Okay. And the second most important thing is that it's dry.
8: Okay.
3: Not everybody can find free wood, but seriously, if it's uh, dry wood, that's the most important thing, really. Yeah, there's nothing
2: more frustrating than trying to burn green green wood green or wet wood right just doesn't work basically i get it to work
1: because i build something like a kiln in my uh fireplace so it's so hot that nothing can't burn hey stand back and watch this right right the animals run to the other rooms
3: (laughs) all right
8: last question if I can. What's your opinion about gas laws, You know, I mean, are they worth the investment or are they just waste of money? That's
3: everybody's personal. It doesn't matter what I think about it. It mm-hmm. depends what what you want to burn. Okay. Each one has advantages and disadvantages. Just kind of weigh the options, you know, the pros and cons, and then you make up your mind.
1: I think Larry, it depends on, in my opinion, what you're trying to get from this fireplace. Right. It, if you're looking for ambiance, don't bother with natural wood. Just go ahead and get your get your some get yourself some fire logs or whatever, and and burn gas. You know, if you're just okay. looking for something that looks nice in the home, uh, it puts out you know a minimal amount of heat, and and but it, you you just like the way way a fire looks in the home. Right. I'd go with gas. Okay. Now, if you yeah. want to do like me and build a campsite inside your home, that's what you go with as a right. regular wood. You can't overdo that now. Right. <laughs> Jason can Right. No, yeah. no. We're going to do it, do it right. That's right. Y'all, yeah. y'all, thank you so much. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. All right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. 672 7464 How... Do you? Uh, I was going to follow up with this with
3: the animal thing. How do you keep animals out of your chimney when it's not in use? Well, that's simple. Just have a uh, correctly sized rain capper screen on top of it. And uh, going back to one of the callers, callers earlier, he said he had a screen on top of it while he wasn't using it. Now, I don't know if, if he's got a TP or an arch, that's fine, but it's really the most important thing you can keep out of your chimney is water, though. People don't realize the damage that water does to the inside of a chimney. It's just like a cancer on the inside of the chimney long term because uh-huh. if you think about it, mortar is alkaline, soot is acidic, and then when you add water to the mix, it just it eats that mortar up on the inside of the chimney. Man, that's crazy. No, you no, don't it's think just of,
1: law of nature I know you just don't think of mortar as
3: something that can be eaten away right you know? you can you though. it's very yeah. it's yes. very uh, and, uh soot and is very corrosive too it's very acidic really yes
1: very acidic so when you go out to do a chimney inspection what is it you're looking for if you if you go to do an inspection
3: well there a lot of different things to look for uh clearances to combustibles is one thing if you go into the attic you know uh and the attic is not always accessible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we try to go on these uh, prefabricated fireplaces mm-hmm. especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, look for cracks in the firebox, any shifting that's, been, that's going on. That's a big problem here with this yazoo clay is the shifting. Mm-hmm. And um, if you know that you're going to uh, have the house level, wait till after the house is level to get the chimney looked at. I get calls all the time, mm-hmm. well, we're fixing to get the, uh, the house level. Can you come look at my chimney? And I w- want to say... What's the use?
1: <laughs> right. It's about to get broken anyway. <laughs> right. All yeah.
3: right. Let's check it and we'll run a camera up. We have a video camera. We can inspect the you know, uh inspect the interior of the chimney, every square in each of it, see if there's any any damage done from the shift and more times than not, uh, there's not any damage. So
1: Okay. All right. Uh Jonas, do you want me to take a break first or go ahead and go to Ann? Go to Ann. All right, let's go to Ann. Uh Ann is on the line in Clinton. What's going on, Ann?
9: Good morning.
1: Good morning. So you have a fireplace issue?
9: Uh, Well, I really don't have an issue. I want to tell you what someone did for me.
4: Oh, okay. Uh,
9: She gave me a kit, and uh, you want the crackle and everything, and so what you do is you put it in your TV set, and you hear the crackle. Uh (laughs) It has a little dish that you put a little piece of chip of wood in, and and it smokes, and it smells good. (laughs) And then you get on the couch and get your best book and get your iPad or something and just either watch it on the iP- watch TV on the iPad
10: or read your book.
1: So you have the crackling fireplace on your TV. Right. You have a piece of wood that you're making smoke. Right. Uh, and then you're reading your iPad.
4: Right. This- watch-
1: <laughs> what more could you ask for? It's a wonderful life. <laughs> The perfect, yeah, it's it is a wonderful life. <laughs> okay, uh, thank you so oh, much. That's, great, eh? that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break here. Listeners, if you need some tips to keep your chimney cleaned, uh, you can do like uh, Elvia, and we're going to talk to her about her gas fireplace coming up. Do you prefer a wood burning or a gas fireplace? Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Of course, you can send an email to fixit101 at m mpbonline.org. We'll be right back.
9: From the Capitol steps to your front door, MPB News covers the state like no one else. Our team of award-winning journalists keeps you informed on the news affecting your life. MPB News, online at mpbonline.org and on MPB Think Radio. Hey, y'all,
11: I'm Felder Rushing. Ain't it a great day? Now, my truck stands out around town. A garden in the back will do that. You can make your car truck stand out with the new MPB car tag. MPB car tag. It's a great way to show your support for MPB. Visit MPBOnline.org and sign up for yours today. Woohoo!
0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.
1: This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein. Here are Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 is out this week. Our guest is Jim Robinson from Santa's Friend Chimney Service. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at MPB Online. .org. We're going to talk to uh, Elvia, and uh, hey, man, you got an issue with your fireplace? Oh, sorry, Elvia? You with us? Elvia? There you go, Elvia. Sorry about that, man. It's my southern accent. You go ahead. So what's going on in your fa- uh, fireplace?
5: No, it's, it's an oven. Oh. I have a, I have a gas oven.
4: Uh-huh.
5: Uh, the last couple weeks, the uh, uh, oven, the uh, fire, the burns on top, but the oven is, I'm not getting a uh, complete combustion because uh, it cuts on and everything, but there's a lot of fume smells coming from it.
2: Huh. Like gas fumes?
5: Well, it, it doesn't smell exactly like gas, you know, like, like it's gas, but it's like, like the, the gas not burning completely or something, you know? It's kind of a mixture.
2: And this is happening in the oven or on the cooktop? Which one? In the oven. In the oven. Oh, I mean, it almost sounds like something is boiled over in the oven and it's stopping up some uh, some uh, what, what do you call orifices? it some orifices is what yeah. it sounds like i mean how, how old is this uh appliance
5: um, maybe a year and a half
1: oh mm-hmm. that that New. that's uh that's probably uh do you mind if i ask what 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 brand it is kim uh,
5: kimor
2: it may have had a bad insulation, or is it good and clean on the inside? Yes, it is. Huh.
5: Yeah, I mean, uh, it just started doing it. I would say in the last two weeks.
1: Oh, because it, there, there, it, it is it is gas, correct? Correct. Well, that could. I mean, that is something that you definitely need to call somebody on, and and I would call a uh, a plumber. And I know that sounds crazy, but plumbers are the ones who do gas lines. Mm-hmm. And and to me, your first issue is to make sure that you do not have a gas leak anywhere near an oven. Right. Or anywhere,
3: actually. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I would call a plumber. And if you get an incomplete combustion, it could be carbon monoxide, too.
5: Right, right. That's, that's what it smells like, carb, carbon monoxide.
1: Right. Um, okay. Well, I, I, I do think you need to give a plumber a call because they're going to want to track that line all the way uh, to that appliance, and uh, and honestly, they'll be able to to help you with what's that smell? Uh, they they've been through that kind of thing, and and gosh knows plumbers' noses are very sensitive. So, all right, uh, appreciate it. Let's go to Pat in Alabama, a Buck Franklin stove, but no vent on the outside. All right, uh, is that a Buck Franklin or a Ben Franklin? Uh, Pat, you with us?
9: Yes, I am.
1: So, what's going on with the stove?
9: Uh, well, um, we've had this uh, stove installed by our propane company, mm-hmm. and it's um, what they used to call Franklin stoves. Right. And um, we use it like a fireplace. It's the only time you know we use it to warm the living room. But there's no outside uh, air vent, and I'm wondering: um, is this dangerous, or is this the way that stove was made? To- to
3: run, where's the smoke going? Then, well, I think it's I think it's propane.
9: It's propane. There is no smoke. It doesn't make okay. any smoke. It's,
2: so, are we, are we
3: talking ventless? Apparently, well, so.
9: Well, that's what I'm wondering. If um, <clears throat> how safe is it a ventless stove like that?
3: Do you still have the uh, installation instructions, the manufacturer's installation instructions?
9: Yes, I do. Well,
3: they would tell you there where what kind of uh, appliance it is. Whether okay. it's ventless, ventless right?
2: Yeah. As far as a ventless fireplace, ventless stove, they they are very safe. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's just make sure that we do have ventless logs and not vented logs. Yikes! That's very dangerous. Yes.
9: No, it says uh, vent-free natural. There or you LT go. on the owner's operation installation manual. Okay,
2: okay. Yes, you ma'am. have ventless. It's, yeah, it's safe. Sure. Yeah
9: okay i it just always has troubled me that um I you know about it all right, thank you yes, thank ma'am. you
1: go uh ahead. thanks all right, let's go to Tom and Tupelo. This I gotta hear. you yeah. better be saying something nice about uh Jim here, Tom what's going on
5: hey, uh yeah, I just wanted to say back in the eighties uh-huh. uh some friends of mine built a house in Brandon, uh-huh, and almost every weekend that the weather allowed since then we had fires in their fireplaces. We would even turn the AC on sometimes in the fall just so we could burn a fire. (laughs) About 12 or 13 years after the house was built, I ended up buying it from them Uh and moved in. And first chance I got, I was building a fire, had a long day at work, came home, opened up a beer, sat down on the couch. Next thing I know, it sounds like a mule's kicking my door in. Open the door, one of the neighbors is freaking out. Your house is on so fire. Your house is on so fire. What? 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 Next thing I know, the fire trucks are showing up. I didn't call anybody, but the lady across the street had seen sparks shooting out of my fireplace. I had a pretty big fire going.
2: Wow. Long with the, with short, the air going. Right.
5: So, <laughs> long story short, one of these things, even though I was pretty much over at that house every day, I never realized that he had never cleaned the chimney before. Oh. So of course we've got you know a good dozen years of tar coming out the top of that thing. Anyway, oh, wow. next day called Santa's friend somebody had recommended it to me. He came out, looked at it, uh, actually had to do a little work on the. There was some brick chipped at the back of the fire uh, the fire brick was chipped at the back, and he put in a heat screen. And, uh, of course, he was a yearly an annual visitor at my house from that point on. Oh, okay. Uh, great, great service we got from him. And when I sold my house and I moved up to North Mississippi, I left his card with the guy who bought the house saying, you
4: know, Uh get your
5: chimney looked at every year because, you know, of course, by this time the house is close to 20-something years old. Right. So I just wanted to to go on the record as saying if I had a chimney here in Tupelo, I would probably call Jim to come up and look. (laughs) There you go.
1: (laughs) Well, let me just say this, Uh, Tom, if that's really your name uh i don't take kindly to when i invite somebody on the air for them to have someone call in and uh, promote their business so uh i know that had to be you Tom. you're probably the guy that works for him in the afternoon right yeah
4: that's yeah. me
1: right yeah. <laughs> thanks how a lot you tom
5: no you found me out right
1: <laughs> i appreciate it man have a uh have a good day let's go to cornish on the road how effective is firewood i, th- I think uh jim mentioned this a little bit earlier are you with us cornish Yes. So what's going on?
6: I I am curious about something. Why is it in 2016 uh, the romantic affair with having a fireplace in in a house? Uh, you, you you have two choices. You can vent it through the chimney, mm-hmm. which case uh, the pollution goes out uh, into the wider expanse of the atmosphere, mm-hmm. or if the chimney is blocked, then it fills up the house and whoever is in there will be killed. Um, I don't understand why um, the need to have a fireplace in 2016 with uh, all of the modern technologies. It's like having an old Western electric uh, key telephone system in the age of uh, you know, smartphones.
1: You know, Cornish, Um, I think you're absolutely correct in the fact that there, especially in the South, absolutely no
2: need at all for a fireplace. Not at all. None. Right. However, people love them. Yeah. yeah, well, hey, we still have horses, right? Why, right? I mean, We <laughs> yeah. certainly, certainly have need no them. use. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's a, it's a feel good thing. I mean, everybody loves to build a fire, and and you know what, every
1: and and all of us grew up with postcards and pictures and everything else of Santa f- sitting by the fire. Yeah, you know, and the the cookies were by the fire, and and you're right. I think it is a, a fireplace in the South in 2016 is a nostalgia thing. Uh, in my case, it's architecture, um, but but I will say that you're absolutely right. It doesn't have a place in modern society except for we like them.
6: I see. <laughs> At the expense of the environment. Well, and, then... uh, last thing. When I was growing up, I grew up in Jamaica, uh-huh. and um, I remember in the, the 19, late 1950s, uh, early 1960s, I had a a family member. He lived in the country, mm-hmm. and uh, he used to say, yeah, "Come on down from you know Kingston." Uh, we, mm-hmm. and he would say, "Now this is he's teaching." Uh, this is when he would show how cut down the trees. Uh, Green logs, green logs, green logs. And then he would put it in a triangle, and he would build on it layer after layer of wood. And then he would go ahead and he would put uh, dirt on top of it. Then Mm -hmm. he would put a layer of grass. Then he would put another layer of dirt. Then he would put Mm -hmm. another layer of wood. And then that top of that thing would be lit. And Uh it would stay there and burn. And at the end of about two weeks, we would have coal. Yeah.
1: Coal that's that's, used. Yeah, that's how coal is made. Yes, to Mm -hmm.
6: cook wood. I mean, to cook food. Now, that's what... Then the Jamaican government stepped in after independence and said, no, Mm -hmm. Jamaica means land of wood and water, and we need to keep the trees. Stop doing that. And finally, with great reluctance, Jamaicans stopped doing that. The Haitians, on the other hand, they continued to do that, and they destroyed all of their trees. So now all of the erosion that occurred with Matthew, they're suffering the consequences.
1: Well, I no, appreciate either. it, Cornish, and we yeah. we, uh, we appreciate your comments, and I understand that completely. Like I said, it's pretty much a, a feel-good thing. So uh, we do have an important call about a gas leak. Barbara's on the line in Picayune. and you with us, Barbara? Barbara, are you there?
11: Yes, I am.
1: So what's going on?
11: Well, um... I, this is in re- regard to the man that said he had a gas leak. Very often, if you're running out of gas, you will smell the propane. Oh, oh, okay. So, so he better check and see how how much propane he has.
1: That's a that's a really good point. It's not one that I thought of before. You, you guys ever heard of that?
3: Well, yeah, because yeah. <clears throat> they put the mercaptan in the propane. It's a rotten egg smell right. for that purpose. Oh, okay, so that yeah. you'll know.
11: All right. So he should check that. But on the other hand, the other caller, why do we have fireplaces? I lived in the tropics for a long time, but now I'm in Mississippi, and I just love my fireplace. In On cold mornings, I just light it. I don't have to turn on the heat, and it's cozy, and it just forms just enough heat to make it very comfortable. So now,
1: now, I will say, Barbara, that these professionals that are in the room with me right now can tell me different all day long, but the heat coming from a fireplace just <laughs> feels better. That's it all sucks. there is to it.
11: <laughs> and also in the south, the heat comes out of the ceiling, which is really ridiculous as far as I'm concerned. Why isn't it coming out? Of the floor? Foot levels. Right.
1: <laughs> all right, Barbara, we appreciate it.
11: <laughs> All right, but he should check that
1: gas. Thanks. All now, right. For those of you who don't know, the reason why the uh, heat comes out of the ceiling is because it's on the same register as we have our air
2: conditionings, and we want that coming from the ceiling. Well, so, that, and we we pour more slabs than conventional, and right it'd be hard to get that ductwork in that slab. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go to Larry and Jackson is on the line. Larry, you with us?
1: Hey, Larry, you there? I, uh, yes, sir. So what were you going to ask about that uh, gas leak?
10: Well, you know, I was going to comment on a couple of things. Yeah, I've heard now I was driving. I've been in propane for a little over 15 years now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we tell when a customer walks into a retail store and we talk about gas logs, one thing, the first thing we're going to recommend, whether it be natural gas, propane, or anything, is have your chimney professionally cleaned or serviced.
4: And wow. what we want to
10: make sure is because gas logs are... Uh, the efficiency rating of them, they get their air from inside the room. Mm-hmm. So whatever form of soot or any other chemical smell that it pulls through the burner, it's going to burn in the form of soot. That's why we recommend to have your fireplace clean um, things like that um, before you put in
3: more, gas logs. Right, and it says that on the installation that's instructions that's of the gas logs too.
10: That's correct. That's correct. And you know, I heard another thing: uh, people, I guess, wanting to you know go between both of them. We recommend you do one you know if you're going to do fire logs you know gas logs and stick with gas logs but if you're going to burn you know once you burn and you have burned don't you know go between the both not unless you have somebody check it out you know
1: yeah you can have a uh, you can have santa's friend on on uh speed dial
10: that's yes, right um, that's right
1: each time you want to make a gas fire come clean out my stuff
10: that's Sorry. right and the gentleman i was talking about the stove a minute ago um it almost sounds like his he did you got two things going on i, I couldn't listen um, from the radio end, down waiting on the call to come in, but it almost sounds like either he the convert the stove was not converted correctly, mm-hmm. or he's a low of his product in the tank. If he runs propane, if natural gas, I would definitely have some professional go out and look at that, uh, and definitely just stop using it at this point because it could be dangerous. Anytime you smell gas, it's not a good thing.
4: Right.
1: right. All right, we appreciate it, Larry. Thanks a Thanks lot. You, Number to call is eight seven
3: seven MPB ring. Yes, sir. What were you? Going to say? I just want to make a comment. What the last caller just said about mm-hmm. pulling the combustion air out of the room—something that really hadn't caught on uh, in Mississippi—but it's an excellent idea. It's a direct vent gas fireplace. It's what, got a what does that mean? A, a direct vent. It's got a solid, uh, uh, solid glass front on your fireplace. It is not removable. It pulls combustion air in from the outside, and also the products of combustion are expelled to the outside. Oh. That's, so, do you get any heat on the inside? That's the advantage of it. it's, oh, okay. it's more efficient because uh, uh, all your heat is coming to the outside. Oh, yeah. Fact, uh, go- and, Google it, and uh, there's right. a lot of advantages. Sure it, is. They're, they're real popular, but they not many put in uh, down here. And there's no, there's some good companies that put them in here to the yeah. Jackson area. I want to say there's a place out on Lakeland
2: that sells those. I right, and think. on Gallatin Street too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, where the vent
3: comes straight out of the firebox. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. It's pulling combustion air from the outside, not right. from the inside, and it's expelling 100% of the combustion byproducts into the atmosphere. Then. Wow. Yeah.
1: Okay. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. We're going to continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, need some tips to keep your chimney clean? Do you prefer a wood-burning or a gas fireplace? You can call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. Yes, Kathleen, we'll come back to you in just a moment. 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back.
10: Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio.
11: Brazilian coffee growers are on the front lines of the effects of climate change.
7: I'm being led over a desiccated, dry coffee field. The leaves are curled up in rust-colored piles, and the plants themselves are completely denuded. I'm Audie Cornish. Coffee
11: and the climate, later on All Things Considered from NPR News.
0: Today at 4 on NPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.
1: Thank you for coming here. This is Fix It 101 on MPB (laughs) Thinker Radio. I'm sorry. Jonas pointed at me. I wasn't thinking. Anyway, I'm Jason Klein here with Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Delmore from Affordable Solution is out this week. Our guest is Jim Robinson from Santa's Friend Chimney Service. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpb on Online.org. Got an email here to go to real quick, fellas. I was listening to your show in the car. My fireplace problem is the keyhole where the gas supply can be turned on and off as needed was leaking slightly. Someone from the gas company turned it off completely and said, I need to get a repair done before using the fireplace again. Who can I call to get this repaired? Call a plumber. A plumber. Yeah. Plumber, so you call. So whenever you're dealing with a gas line, typically you deal with a plumber. That's correct. That's right. right. Okay, and they're the ones that can fix you up. So there you go. Quick and easy. Need to call a plumber.
3: Now, he just kind of needs to weigh, to weigh the cost of it. Is it going to be worth, you know, X number of dollars to have the convenience to be able to start the fire with the gas? Because it's not going to be cheap. He's going to have to tear into that wall somewhere. Oops. That's Put a new right. valve in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yikes. It's not going to be a cheap repairs. Okay. All right.
1: Well, that's a good point. Very good point. All right. Let's go to Kathleen and Osaka. Uh, Animals can chew the gas line. Oh, you betcha they can. Uh, You with us, Kathleen?
7: I sure am. i got a couple quick ones for you. Mm -hmm. This is directed to the leak in the stove. Anybody that's got cats or dogs, Mm -hmm. they like the smell sometimes. Most cats don't. But they will chew through a line or puncture it. You might check that out. And, two, when they have a wood stove, if you use it correctly, we only have about 30 nights a year where we freeze or really cold. Mm -hmm. So take the ashes from the uh, firebox. Mm -hmm. You can use them in your compost pile very sparingly. Mm -hmm. Spread them over the field or wherever you want, and it is a real good source of... uh, replenishment for the soil.
3: Potash, uh, I think, is what it's high in, I believe. Mm-hmm. Potash?
1: Potash is what it's high in.
7: Oh, yeah. yeah. And if you really want to get creative, there's still people that make soap from it. But sometimes you have to consider some of the houses in Mississippi are not only over 50 years old. Some are 80 or more years old. Yep. And when to retrofit them for air conditioning, heat, they want seven, ten, fifteen thousand $15,000. Mm-hmm which most people can't afford. So if they use a wood stove correctly, and you use it only when needed, uh, it might be as efficient as a, um, the installation and all that, because they just can't afford that retrofit.
1: Right. All right. Thank you, Kathleen. I appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. Let's go to Matt and Gluckstadt. A new house uh, gas fireplace has no chimney. Oh, no. How's it going, Matt? Hey. So what's up with that?
5: So I recently purchased a house. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a gas stove. Uh, I'm sorry, gas stove, gas fireplace. My concern is the fireplace. I'm always accustomed to having a damper. Um, right. There is no damper. It is solid. Is this normal? And if so, is there something I need to be aware of? Uh, I've got carbon monoxide uh, detectors, but uh still a little skeptical about this setup.
2: Jeff, I'm going to let you uh, run with this one. Um, yeah, Matt, it's fine. It's um, it is a ventless fireplace. Um, now, one thing I'll tell you quickly: um, have those logs checked, you know, every couple years or something, because you can get um, what's it called, Jim? Um, the the fire when you when your gas logs get too much soot on them gas log soot fire. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no. I mean, what's that term where you fill the house <laughs> up with smoke not, from that ventless fireplace? I I'm not following you, I don't guess. Huh. If your logs are not burning correctly, if you've got a ventless fireplace, right. logs are not burning correctly, it will give off that that right. that soot. Right. So 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 it's just clean it out. Make sure yeah. it's cleaned out. Yeah, but it is okay. fine, man. All right.
1: Wow, uh that went too fast and uh There was a comment from Mobile from Al that said uh, CO2 detectors in the home. That's a big yes. I
3: meant to mention that earlier. If you've got any type of gas appliance, you should have a CO detector in the house.
1: There you go. All right. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Jonas Adams. Our call screener today was Kevin Farrell. For Jeff Sammons, I am Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday show at 10 a.m. with Everyday Tech with Sharita Brent. Thank you to our guest, Jim Robinson from Santa's friend, Chimney Service. Join us next weekend, uh, next weekend, next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only
0: on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.